In this episode, you'll be hearing all about my most meaningful actions in December 2021, what felt really aligned for me, and what didn't feel so aligned. I'm excited to share with you what went well and what didn't so we can all learn from it. You're listening to the Aligned Action Podcast, the show that helps baffled beginners and even experienced entrepreneurs set intentions, attract ideal clients, and make meaning and money using real-life examples, an interactive teaching style, and in-episode experiences. I'm your host, Chantelle, an educator-turned-web designer and aligned business mentor at Clear Quartz Creative. Together, we'll get past your playing small patterns and transform your all-over-the-place ideas into exciting possibilities so you can get the clarity you want, have the alignment you need, and embody the steps to grow your business your way. So take a deep breath, settle in with intention, let's get into today's episode. This alignment report might be a shorter episode because honestly, not a ton of work happened for me this month. I will start as always with what felt aligned for me and for Clear Quartz Creative this December. First, I'm going to chat about website alignment. I launched a client website for Emily of Form Fitness And this was a fun project because it came together really quickly. And because of the speed of which that Emily has been building this business, I actually got to get in at the ground level and I got to help direct the photo shoot because we'd started the website before the photo shoot was done and direct the video shoot as well. And so having that early input on the photography and the video content from the site really gives me more of a powerful way to tell a story for a business because I get a little bit of input there and I get to sync up the strategy between the photos, the video, and the rest of the content on the site. I happened to also get to give feedback on the logo and the overall strategy and vibe. And that's always fun when I'm able to do that and just go a little bit deeper than creating the layout, creating the graphics, creating the design. That website is live at formfitnesswpg.com if you want to have a look at that. It's rare actually that I get to implement videos on every page. And so this is a really fun site because immediately it draws you in with this awesome video content. I also worked on another client website. uh, So I was doing two at a time, which is somewhat rare for me. And that's for a financial planner team with Investors Group Financial. And that one will launch in January. Side note, if you're looking to start off 2022 with a new website, I do still have availability for a start date of January 10th with a launch on February 7th. Moving on now to vacation alignment. (laughs) I spent six days away in Victoria at the beginning of the month. That was the first trip post-pandemic, or I mean, we're still in it, but first trip since it all began. This was very aligned because it's just been so long since I took actual vacation time off where I wasn't still in the same place. It was fun to go travel, explore, and get these new creative inputs, you know, see new faces and places. And I got to meet Anna in person who does the branding for Clear Quartz Creative. And so that was a long time dream realized. That was really fun. And beyond that, we just did a lot of drinking coffee and going for walks, taking in the scenery, eating at great restaurants. This vacation was a little different for me because I actually did very little work. In the end, I basically brought my laptop to have two client Zoom calls. 
I do want to get into the calls because I know that work vacation balance can be really tough. And even though I only did work on one day of the vacation, I still struggled with it. So I want to briefly go into that just because I think it's something that doesn't get talked about a ton. So I had one day of calls of the vacation of six days. Each call was supposed to be an hour. So total of two hours, I thought, okay, have a call, have an hour off, have another call and then be done, go right back to vacation mode. One of my calls went 40 minutes over because I still have not mastered that boundary, setting that boundary is really hard for me. When that call went over, became an hour and 40 minute call instead of an hour, I started getting really frustrated and you know, frustrated with my client, frustrated with myself. And that's just an area of growth for me where first of all, I need to keep practicing setting the boundary of a call is an hour, a call is an hour. And also I need to practice when things don't go as expected, how I recover from that. I'm still working on that awareness and that skill set. And I'm just not all the way there yet. I ended up feeling really over the top frustrated, honestly, for what it was, because it's not like because that one call went late that I worked two extra days of my vacation. It was just 40 minutes, but I let my thoughts run away a little bit on me and I got a little bit more frustrated with myself than was necessary. After that one day of calls, the laptop went back away in the suitcase and I went back to bookstores and coffee shops and all the restaurants though. I also spent five days away in Montreal. That was lovely because I used to live in Montreal, so that always feels like going home. And I got to visit one of my best friends there. So that was very life-giving after all of this time where we have been apart. And then I also took some time on Christmas Day, Boxing Day, all around those days, making the magic happen behind the scenes. I definitely underestimated all of the time of like food prep and cleaning, gift wrapping, and did I mention cleaning and moving the elf on the shelf and making the post-Christmas advent calendar of experiences that we did just because our week of custody over the break falls after, after Christmas. So because of all of these things, I wound up working a lot less in December than I normally would and a lot less than I planned because that's five days of vacation, six days of vacation, holidays, you know, it doesn't leave a ton of days. <laughs> so what felt aligned this month was working less. I also felt aligned with the podcast. I planned all of the episodes in December by theme and by launch. And the numbers already show that this is a good strategy. Plus it felt really good to do that. And I'm actually remembering that earlier on in the podcast, I did sequences like that and they worked out really well. Maybe this is just one of those lessons that I needed to learn twice, but batching, no, well, I didn't batch the content, but batching the topic of the podcast episodes is something that feels really good and feels aligned. And I probably will continue to do that. Okay. What didn't feel aligned? One of the things that I ended up canceling didn't feel aligned. It was the Spark Possibilities live podcast event. I decided to take it as a sign from the universe when just about every panelist that I asked couldn't make it. <laughs> Granted, it was scheduled for December 21st. And of course, that's close to the holidays. But that event just didn't work out. And honestly, I may or may not continue that in the new year. If you're a regular listener and you've either attended live or you've listened to the replay, or you've been a guest on the show, like on a Spark Possibilities live podcast, and you have a strong opinion on like what direction I should go on that, please let me know because I feel like I could be pulled in any direction. I enjoy doing the episodes, 
but it's a lot of planning and a lot of logistics and I'm not totally sure if I'm going to continue on with that segment or that format again. Other things that didn't feel aligned when I was working, when I wasn't on vacation, I didn't feel very independent or particularly confident this month. I spent a lot of time questioning myself, a lot of time in comparison mode and a lot of time being quite passive. Like I watched a ton of stories. That's like my version of spending hours on TikTok or Reels. I just let things play. I didn't get to the end of the row, but like it felt like I could have at any moment, you know? I definitely did not follow my own advice about how much we should be passively taking in content. So know that I am not perfect on this. I had a wonky mindset month. And that may or may not be related to just working less and being unfamiliar with that or just not getting the results that I wanted either. So I'm not entirely sure what to attribute that to, but I just know that overall in my mindset, I had a misalignment in December. I spent a lot of December in manifesting generator frustration mode, which if you're an MG, I'm sure you're familiar with. Wanting to work really quickly, desperately wanting to just push ahead on something, but not knowing what to put my energy into. Like, do I spend time on this or do I spend time on this? I feel like honestly the last six months, I've been on this endless bio rewriting journey. Like, does this word work better? Does this phrase work better? Or how do I describe what I do better? And this bio rewriting thing, this is not a good look for me. It's not productive. It's what I do when I'm avoiding doing something else. In general, I struggle to put into words exactly how I help, just like you do. Some days, all I know is that my clients wind up knowing more about themselves and feeling better about their businesses after working with me. And then on other days, I'm way more clear and I can articulate what it is is that I create. I'm a gate 34 sun in human design and 34 is the gate of power. And it feels like that power, whatever that is, it's been like behind a door for a while or just out of reach or like, I don't know, insert some metaphor here that explains that. But it doesn't feel totally accessible to me. And that's absolutely related to just my overall disposition, my overall mindset. I know that all of that time in comparison mode is making this worse, like my access to my own clarity. It's making it worse, not better. So all of that is intertwined. There's no tidy wrap up here where I go on to tell you like how I solve this in under 30 days. You can too, <laughs> because I and you have to accept that sometimes things aren't clear. They're murky. There's not always an instant solution to everything. That might be the best business advice I've ever given. I'll say it again. There is not always an instant solution to everything, regardless of what everyone is trying to sell you. Some things in order to be solved require us to sit with ourselves and give ourselves our attention and our time. Not buying something, not investing in someone or in something else, investing in ourselves. The marketers have co-opted this term, right? So that a price of something looks better and is going to entice more people if it's listed as investment in self, $400. But think about it. It's also investing in yourself if you don't spend that money on that coach. I think that the reason that we're all exhausted by the prospect of marketing ourselves, we're exhausted sometimes in our businesses, is that we're psychologically and emotionally tired by the huge amounts of marketing content that we take in all day long. Like everything's a sales pitch, right? Everything is promising some kind of betterment, some kind of instant solution. We just have to pay for it with our attention, our time, our money. And so you may have guessed spending money on more things, that's not what's aligned for me right now. It doesn't feel good. 
for me to be constantly in shopping mode and searching mode and like yearning mode or reaching mode. I think my Spotify wrapped says that my themes for the year is yearning. And I'm like, yeah, that checks out. (laughs) So instead of spending on more things, because unleashed spending is not what's aligned for me, I'm just going to be keeping some of my regular business investments. I wasn't planning on doing this, but I know that this is always interesting to people, but I'll try to give you like an impromptu rundown of what I currently pay for and what I'm going to continue paying for and like what I don't because I think that that can be really helpful. It's fun because we're nosy, but also it's useful because we get to see how other business owners are allocating their money. So what I currently pay for, uh, I pay for my website. I pay for domains and hosting both through Wix. I pay for Canva Pro because I'm in that every day. I pay for Dubsado, which does my invoicing, my contracts. I use Hello Audio to host this podcast and any private podcasts that I put together. I grudgingly spend money on Adobe Illustrator because I hardly ever use it, but as soon as I cancel it, I need to use it again. I pay for Tailwind for Pinterest planning, although I underutilize this and I may end up canceling because it's, I think, somewhere around 200 US a year and I can't remember the last time I scheduled pins. So this is probably an extra expense that I don't really need. I don't currently have any bookkeeping fees because my current bookkeeper is changing her services to focus on more aligned work for her, which is awesome. And I don't currently have the revenue to continue outsourcing this anyways. So that just worked out really well time-wise. I don't pay anything for course hosting because I switched to Thrive Learn, uh, which is a one-time payment. I don't have anything that I'm investing in coaching right now because I've only really invested once in high-priced coaching and it didn't work out. And I don't intend to invest in that anytime soon, at least until I have some of the debt under control that I talked about in last month's episode. I don't have any planned education this year either. There aren't any courses that I'm looking forward to investing in. That was all a little off topic, (laughs) but I guess I did end with like what wasn't aligned for me again. So I think it's going to be a very self-directed, self-focused kind of 2022. So most meaningful actions. One, taking space for vacation taking space for holidays, for family time. Uh, Oh, wow. It's super weird for me to use the word family unprompted in a sentence. I'm an only child, uh, divorced parents, and not a ton of family connections, mostly friends as family. So family is not a word that I use a whole ton. But I guess I am partnered and live in bonus momming and all the things, and that's family, Chantal. So moving on. The most meaningful action this month, by far, it only happened a few days ago and it's not even business related. I finally rented out my apartment. That is a huge relief. It's been a mental drain for the last three months trying to find a subletter. It's been a a continued financial drain. And actually getting someone signed two days ago, it's like it's so huge that I feel like I'm not even feeling that one yet. That is going to be a very meaningful action for me this month and in future months. Business-wise, most meaningful action is I finally made a decision on how to host the podcast episodes on my website. Up to now, 
what I've been doing is creating a brand new page for each episode and titling it the number of the episode so that you can easily go and access number 33 or number 17. The backstory on that is that I can't keep doing it this way. And the reason for that is because with a Wix website, you can only have a maximum of 100 pages. So I have, I don't know, something like 50 pages of my website just in general. And then I have 36-ish. I can't remember what number this episode is going to be, but I have one page per episode of the podcast up to this point. And so I'm rapidly approaching 100. And so I have known for a while that I need to change what it is that I'm doing with that. I got very hung up on finding a perfect solution. And just two days ago, I finally accepted there is no perfect solution right now because I don't have the bandwidth to be doing it at the level that I want to be doing it. So my solution is to write two versions of a SOP for this, Standard Operating Procedure, that's SOP, if you aren't aware of that term. I wrote one SOP for now, so all of the episodes up to this point and for the next little while, and a version for later when I'm able to hire that task out so that it can eventually get done the way that I really wanted it to. For right now, I'm just going to be uploading the transcript, uploading the short show notes that I write, and leaving it at that. In the future, what I'm hoping to do is turn the transcripts into more of a blog post format so they can be more readable by humans and also by search engines. So adding headings, subheadings, and just changing the structure of the episode so that it works as a blog post. But for now, what I'm going to do is going to have to be good enough. It's a meaningful action. It feels meaningful because I've finally made a decision on it instead of continuing to procrastinate. Another meaningful action is I made my goals more concrete and I also gave myself the space to track them. I haven't done that for years, but I mentioned a few episodes ago that my weekly mastermind friend gave me this special watercolor notebook for my goals. When we had our weekly meeting this week, I had my goal planner with me and I ended up creating for every goal that had a number, I created little check boxes for it so I could keep track. For everything that was a monthly goal, I went and wrote down the months. And so I quantified each goal and made it easily trackable so that I can keep my progress in my journal. And that's so that when I'm going to meet Dana every Tuesday, I can bring the journal. I know exactly where I'm at and I'm not trying to just call it up from memory. When I finished that task, I felt really, really fired up about my goals And so that felt really meaningful too, to have a system that's working for me right now in this season. I don't know if that'll work every year or even if it will work all through 2022, but for right now, that feels really good. I'm introducing a new segment on alignment reports, and that is to let you know what books I'm currently reading. I'll tell you which ones I've finished. I'll tell you which ones I'm starting. If a book disappears from the list from month to month, don't be surprised. Sometimes I put them down for a long time and come back to them, and sometimes I never do. I never force myself to finish a book if I'm not really aligned with it. Uh, So books that I have started this month, one of them is Out of Office by Charlie Warzel and Anne Helen Peterson. I'll link it in the show notes. It's not an affiliate link. And the book is called Out of Office, The Big Problem and Bigger Promise of Working from Home. I'm enjoying it so far. I'm about halfway through. It is a little bit more about remote work in the corporate sense than I had expected, but it's 
has a lot of a lot of research and a lot of studies in there that are linked that I'm learning more about and a lot of interesting anecdotes from some corporations that I'd never heard or never read either. I'm also reading Super Better, The Power of Living Gamefully, and that's by Jane McGonigal. She is a video game researcher and she devised the system that she's basing the book on when she was recovering from a concussion. I'm about halfway through that too. And really it's all about the psychology of gamification and increasing our, our physical, our mental, our emotional resilience and just how we can tap into the same things that make us good at playing games and use them to make us good at other challenges that we're facing in our life. And of course, that applies to any challenges that we're facing in our businesses too. And the third book, I picked this one up when I was in Victoria. It's called The Unexpected Legacy of Divorce, a 25-year landmark study. I'll link that one as well. This one is very interesting. As a child of divorce, a divorced person myself, in a relationship with someone who's divorced, and co-parenting kids whose parents have divorced, this topic touches me in multiple ways many ways. I am finding it really interesting to read, getting to see some of the long-term impacts on mindset and worldview is fascinating for me. And I have been nodding along as I read the book and thinking, huh, I just thought that was part of my personality. I didn't know I could attribute it to this. So this has been a fascinating topic for me to dive into as well. All right. Those are the only three books that I've started this month, which is less than normal. So we'll move on. I've also been asked to include a segment of what I am looking forward to in the next month or kind of, I guess, where I'm readjusting. I feel that although like most of that comes up in the other categories, I I can try and address it separately here. So things that I'm looking forward to, one of them is my one little word for the entire year for 2022. And that word this year is present. In the first month of living with a new word, framing my experience, it's always fascinating to see which direction it's going to nudge me in first and where my attention is going to be called, what I'll notice about that word. How often will I see it popping up and what will it make me think or realize? So it's always exciting that first month with a new word in January. I'm also looking forward to, as I mentioned, closing the chapter on my apartment so I can relieve some financial pressure relieve some pressure of having things in two places and just have things start going in the right direction. In January, I'll also be in my first six-week launch cycle of the year. What I've decided to do this year is split each quarter into two, like have a Q1A and a Q1B. And so for this Q1A portion, the offer that I'm going to be focusing on in my content, so that's here on Instagram, newsletter, all the things, that is going to be my VIP, very intentional person experience. So I'm excited to dive into that over a longer period of time. I almost always rush a launch and it almost always goes poorly, more poorly than I would like. And so having more time to focus on talking about one thing for one person is something that is exciting for me. That is what is up with me with CQC. And now let's turn this lens towards you. This episode is only useful for you if you take in what I'm sharing in terms of experiences and think of how you can apply it to you. 
but also if you use it as a prompt to be reflective about your alignment this month as well. So take some time now that you've listened to ask yourself, what do you feel was most aligned for you in December? If you were running this podcast, what are the three or four things that you would talk about? in terms of alignment. What are the things you would talk about that you didn't align with that you're maybe ready to make peace with? And what meaningful actions do you feel like you made the most of? What are you proud of? And what had the biggest impact in December? Thank you for listening to another alignment report. Now go forward with what feels aligned for you right now. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Action Podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take the first step to turn your ideas and insights into income. For one-on-one guidance and done-for-you solutions, visit clearquartzcreative.co to see how we can work together. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Each review helps me to help more entrepreneurs like you dig deeper and get crystal clear. Until next week, remember, you're a gem. Every intention you set and every action you take is an expression of being the brilliant business owner you already are.